Welcome to the Art of Tuning In podcast with Maria Furlano, sharing insights, tools, and conversations to inspire your energetic well-being. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Maria Furlano. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that you're having a very excellent week, and I want to talk to you today about how we use our energy and how we can look out for how we're using it in order to make sure that we're healing. As always, before we jump in, let's take a deep breath. And this time today, I'm going to have you inhale through your nose, and then I'm going to have you do a fast exhale out your mouth. So it's going to sound like this. You're going to breathe in through your nose, and I'll make noise so you know what I'm doing, but you probably wouldn't make this much noise. I'm going to inhale and blow it out. Inhale, and blow it out. And one more time, you would do this three times. Inhale through your nose, and blow it out. And then just breathe normally. Sometimes we need to just get that energy out of us. And if you do three kind of breaths like that, where you just inhale through your nose and then do kind of a quick blowout through your lips. It really just helps release and then just breathe normally. You might find that if you do that during the day when you're dealing with stress or you're driving in your car, that it it may just give you a little bit of a brain wake up. So I want to talk to you today about healing and how we're using our energy and why it's important to pay attention. So for those of you who are new to my podcast, what I do as a physician of Chinese medicine, a doctor of medical qigong, and also a teacher of energetic medicine, is what I do in a nutshell is I coach people on how to refocus their energy. And when you learn how to refocus your energy not only through the mind and understanding how to use your mind, but then you integrate that with your body and understand how to move your body, how to clear your body, how to restore your body, the energy I'm talking about in your body, you move through life in a much more expanded and elevated energetic state, which makes things easier and much more enjoyable. And I was working with a student last week who deals with chronic pain. And this student is amazing and highly intelligent and creative and just so productive in life and doing so many wonderful things that it's really quite amazing the pain that she struggles with and that she's able to be so productive. So I have a great, great deal of respect for this woman. We were talking about how we use our energy. And in our lifestyle, we tend to learn to keep getting things done. So in my terminology, I would say that we are constantly outputting energy, getting things done, getting projects done, showing up, being busy. And there's can be a feeling that when you have any downtime that you're kind of lazy. And the downtime, if you take any downtime, it can feel not very fun because you can feel a lot of guilt inside for taking this downtime. And this is something that this student 
struggles with. And this is something that I have struggled with in my life for sure. So I absolutely really understand it. I was raised with very productive parents and my dad thought that napping, which you know I'm a huge fan of napping (laughs) on other podcasts I've talked about that, but my dad was raised, you know, that if you took a nap you were really lazy, you didn't do that. And so there's a different kind of thinking for everyone and how they're brought up. And that's normal. But when we're dealing with restorative energy, a lot of times people don't begin to understand and learn restorative energy until they're sick or they're dealing with some sort of loss in their life where it's completely taken out their adrenals basically and they're exhausted and they have to learn now to recover their energy. And so I love to focus with people to help them learn how to refocus their energy and restore their energy and clear their energy so that they don't get sick. And if they are or do move into a a place of loss or illness, that they then have the tools and have a jump start at restoring their energy than they would if they didn't because it's so much easier to learn these tools of focusing your mind and focusing your energy and understanding all of this when you are feeling well. So we always try to do that. But a lot of times we find ourselves learning these tools and having life-changing moments when we're experiencing pain or, like I said, an illness or a loss. And that's fine too, because a lot of times when we're in that state, we're really open. You know, our cup is empty and we're seeing things very differently than we used to see them. So she and I were talking And she had just been through a great deal of pain for a few days. And she knows what to do when she moves into this state of pain. She knows how to care for herself, and she does. But when I spoke with her, it was only a day or two later that she had been really kind of out for the count, so to speak. And she was up and doing things and exercising and working. And I said to her, why are you doing so much today? Just out of curiosity, is there something going on that I don't know about, or you have pressure to get things done, or what's happening? And she just, she hasn't been feeling well, so she wanted to just jump back in and get moving in her body. And this is exactly where restorative practices and our traditional, I'm in the United States, so I'm talking about United States culture of constantly going, going, going and outputting and outputting and needing to not get behind. And there's always competition. So I'm not saying that she's thinking this. I'm saying this is the culture that we live in. And it catches up to us. It's this energy that is present for most people, I would say, here, at least in my experience. That is totally different than learning how to actually tune in, focus your energy, understand what you're needing, and it's really separating yourself from your body. So instead of your thoughts and your mind working with you, they're like way out ahead of you and your body's kind of catching up is, is like the visual that I generally have. So I explained to her that when you've been through a state of pain, 
And I know that a lot of people who I've worked with over the years, and I know that there are people who listen to this podcast are dealing with chronic pain. And you know, if you've listened to the podcast, I'll link to the, I can't remember the uh, number now, but I'll link it in the show notes where I talk about that I struggled with chronic pain myself many years ago. And so I understand this dilemma. And sometimes when you feel better, you don't want to sit around. You know, you want to get out there. But your cells, when you've been through chronic pain, your cells basically are regenerating themselves. So I'm trying to create this in a picture that's very understandable. If your cells don't have enough energy to heal and regenerate, then you're actually losing energy instead of healing. So your cells need that energy to heal. When you overdo, when you push your cells, you just don't have the energy for healing. And so what happens is that people have setbacks over and over and over again. I never like to say we need to learn because that is not correct, but it, it may be of value to people who are overwhelmed, who are exhausted, who find themselves never being able to stop, who are having sleepless nights, who are dealing with chronic pain or an illness or a lot of fear, to actually take some time to understand that your body is a regenerative, energetic being. And it needs to be able to regenerate that energy. So in the last podcast, I mentioned that your mind is leading the energy in your body. So your thoughts lead your energy. So if you're someone who needs to take a break, and I did this the other day, actually. I just felt completely not creative. I felt like I just couldn't look at one more piece of paperwork. I knew that I had not really taken time off like I should. I was trying to get a project done. And I woke up and I said, you know what? I feel it in my body. Because a lot of times what happens is your body will start to feel sick. You know, you may feel like you have a cold or you may get a lot of aches and pains or you may feel very depressed or even just moody. And these are all little signs that your body's balance is off. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get a full-fledged cold or you're going to go into a deep depression. If you listen to your body right away, your body's talking to you all the time. So my body was talking to me and I didn't feel good. And of course, because now we're dealing with, you know, the coronavirus, my brain immediately went to, oh my goodness, do I have the flu? Am I getting sick? So my brain right? Because I was really tired. I was mentally tired because I had been doing a lot of work. My brain went to this place of complete and total fear. And I stopped myself because that's what I know to do. And I said, hold on, (laughs) hold on. You know, I talked to myself. I always talk to myself. I talk to my brain. I talk to my body. It's something that I do. And I started to breathe. And I said, okay, what is the wisdom that I need to know right now? And what would happen today if I didn't do any of the things that I am thinking I'm supposed to do? What would really happen? I knew nothing would really happen except that I knew that if I took the day off, but I felt guilty about it, that 
it would do me no good. It would be non-restorative to my energy. So I knew that about myself and I could feel the guilt coming up. And I said, all right, we need to rectify this because I feel like I want to just take today off. All I wanted to do was stay in my pajamas, go into my very, very, very wonderful comfy bed and just watch some funny movies, have some jasmine tea and just cuddle up and just be in this laughter world. And that's all I wanted to do. And I said, but I know that if I do this, but I feel guilty about it, it's not going to be enjoyable and it's not going to be restorative and and there's going to be all these things. So what I do is I stop and sometimes I will journal. I journal all the time. In this particular case, I stopped and I just said to myself, all right, what kind of wisdom are you trying to share with me? And everything that came up was just this kind of dryness. I don't know how to explain it, but it was just like there was nothing else. I had nothing else to give. I realized after talking to myself, that was okay. That was okay. And so I made a decision that I was going to take the whole day off and that I didn't have to be sick to do it and that I wasn't going to tell anyone. I was just going to turn my phone off. Of course, I told my husband and I was going to just be and just do whatever I wanted and I was going to enjoy it and I was going to be like a little kid. Actually, I felt like a little kid. I felt like a little kid staying home from school and I stayed in my pajamas and I watched Netflix and I watched funny things and I laughed and it was honestly one of the best days I've had in a long time. I felt like I did not want the day to end. I was having so much joy. And then, you know, the nighttime came and I went to sleep and then the next day I woke up and I felt like a different person. Honestly, my creativity came back. I felt motivated to do things. I went in and started doing projects that I needed to finish. My skin looked better. I went outside and I breathed. I, did, I just, everything felt different. And what I was reminded of was that a lot of times when we get into this place where we think we need to take time off, we're so depleted by that time that we think it's going to take days and days and we're never going to come out of it. So we don't want to stop and take the time because we almost feel like we could be going into this abyss where we just like lose ourselves and, and don't come back. And people feel this way too when they're dealing with emotional issues Sometimes they don't want to face the emotional issues because it feels so overwhelming and so big that it feels like they won't be able to recover from it. And of course, we need to move through that energy. But taking the time to restore your energy is honestly one of the most valuable things you can do. I didn't feel like doing Qigong that day. I didn't feel like meditating. I felt like being in my pajamas having my tea, having my popcorn, watching, you know, movies on Netflix and laughing and being like a little kid and turning off my phone and saying, world, I am just not available. That was so restorative. So I say this to you because when I explained this to my student who had been dealing with the chronic pain and then she jumped right back into work and was kind of using her energy in ways where, you know, her body needed her energy to heal, she was also able to take some days and take some time off. And each of us inspired each other 
to remember to take care of ourselves. And I just hope that this inspires you as well, that there are so many ways to take care of yourself. And it doesn't have to be all day. It doesn't. I mean, of course not. It can be, you know, a walk on the beach or a walk in the park or a walk in your neighborhood. It can be you sitting out on a deck or patio, a terrace, by a window and just breathing in the air, reading a book. It can be five minutes. It can be a couple of hours. It can be a whole day. It can be two days. But learning to restore your energy and having the mindset of understanding that restoring your energy is absolutely 100 million percent productive practice to do, hopefully will help you be healthier and more creative and more financially abundant and more relationship abundant. Because when we're in that good place of restoring ourselves, then we can just be in our relationships and be happy. We're not looking for the other person, right, to restore us, we're able to be whole in ourselves. So I hope that this was just a helpful reminder today of how much our body and our cells need us to restore our own energy and really support them to support us. I wish you a beautiful week. Thank you for being here and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to go deeper into expanding your energetic well-being, please visit mariaferlano.com. And if you've been inspired by this episode, please share it with a friend. And a positive rating on iTunes is always appreciated. Thank you for being here, for being everything you are, and for tuning in with me today.